Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, December 28th, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storms and its Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Each year between Christmas and New Year, the Chaos Computer Club in Germany is having its annual conference, which is very big, lots of talks comparable to DEF CON in the US. And all the talks are not just live streamed, but you can also listen to recordings of these talks. So if you have some time this week, I recommend you take a look at the site. I'll link to the respective site of of the conference and the live streams in the show notes. But uh, one talk that sort of has been picked up by the press is a talk about airlines. Now, in this case, it's not about in-flight entertainment systems, but instead about the back-end systems that sort of process your tickets. If you ever booked a ticket, you probably realized that you can review your record, even make changes to your booking as long as you have your last name and a six-digit code, the record locator. Now, for a change, this was not about in-flight entertainment system and hacking planes, but sort of the more boring part of airline operations, and that's the back-end ticket systems. The main issue here is you only need the last name and a record locator, which typically is a six-digit string. Now, you would think there are enough combinations with six letters and numbers, but it turns out these are not assigned randomly. Sometimes they're assigned in a sequence. And more importantly, the back-end systems do actually not have a rate limit enabled. So it's pretty straightforward with a simple screen to send millions of requests trying to brute force that record locator. So not as exciting as changing the throttle of an airplane, but something that's quite difficult to fix given all the stakeholders that have to work together to really make these back-end systems work. Yesterday, I mentioned the vulnerability in PHP Mailer and pointed out it's trivial to exploit. Well, uh, exploit code has been made available now for this, so you better patch and again, make sure systems like WordPress, for example, are using that code so they are typically affected. And talking about holiday patches, uh, there's also a patch that was released for the XM mail server on December 25th. Now, when this was first announced, there was a lot of forth and back uh, where basically people pointed out that December 25th is a pretty bad day to release a patch. There was some consideration that it should have been released on December 23rd, but in the end, it was released on December 25th. So make sure you applied this patch if you're running XM. The problem here is that without this patch, your private DKIM key, that's the key that you're using to sign messages, may be leaked. It may either be leaked in your logs, which may not be all that critical, but depending on how you have XM configured, it could also be included in bounce messages. So make sure you apply this patch in particular if you're using DKIM to sign your emails. 
And the private messaging app Signal introduced a new way to avoid censorship. Essentially, what's happening is that countries like, for example, Egypt are blocking access to certain domain names that are related to Signal. So they're either blocking DNS lockups or they're blocking HTTPS requests. Now, blocking DNS lockups, of course, is relatively straightforward. With HTTPS requests, they're typically looking at the server name indicator that's a special option in TLS that indicates what server you connect to. With domain fronting, what Signal is doing is that they're actually doing a DNS lockup for google.com and the SNI option that's in the TLS request is actually listing google.com as the host name they would like to connect to. So as far as the censored network is concerned, this is an HTTPS request to Google. But then it hits the content delivery network that Google is using and that is shared with a signal. So that content delivery network will decrypt the data because it terminates HTTPS, will see that inside that HTTPS message that's actually a request for signal not for Google, and will then route the request accordingly. Interesting option, of course, tricky to set up and requires cooperation of all the involved parties, but uh, this should help people in these countries to use Signal. Now, of course, the only option left to these countries is to block Google as well as Signal. So if they do that, then, of course, they have to find a different domain to use for this domain fronting technique. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.